is up everybody this is this is a good show to do and and i'll tell you man you know i could have done this last night because i was really ecstatic about the way listen i i you know before we get into anything okay i have to say you know carson wentz say what you want let let let, let let's just let's just start this right off the bat okay let's start everything right off the bat with a little Carson Wentz talk. And the reason why I want to do that is two reasons. Number one, he has been getting completely slandered, right? By a lot of people, okay? Honestly, by a lot of people. Uh, you know, and, and it, it, what at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day with Carson Wentz, you, you're getting what you exactly seen right there on the field, okay? That's what you got. And at, at, at the end of the day, nobody, and I mean nobody, can actually tell me that this guy is not a warrior, right? I think we all completely agree with that. Is he going to make mistakes? Yes, he's going to make mistakes. And have I, in the past, have said that maybe he needs to get, take a seat on the bench until he figures it out? Absolutely. But does that mean that I don't think he's our franchise going forward? Do I, listen, we watch this same narrative play out week in and week out everywhere, right? Everywhere we watch it play out. We watch Aaron Rodgers week in and week out throw across his body, take bad sacks. We watch Russell Wilson take bad sacks, okay? But for some reason, when Carson Wentz does it, Right, especially on a national level. I mean, you heard, you heard Troy Aikman and you heard Joe Buck last night specifically allude to the fact that Carson needs to do better. And I completely, completely understand that. Right? Nobody is doubting that Carson needs to do better. But what you got from that pass to Boston Scott, what you got from that resiliency? This isn't the first time we have seen this. Right? This isn't the first time. Yes, he had a bad first half, okay? But when does the narrative become that Carson is trying to do everything he can to make this team better, right? Make this team better. Mike checking in. Yeah, Mike, I am trying, man. I'm trying because I'm so sick of the Carson Slater now. I, I think he needs to be absolved of his sins. He does. I, I really, really do. We can sit here and say what we want. I'm not making excuses, but... All I got to say, bro, where do I start? <laughs> I'll check it in, bro. Where do I start with Lance Lines Gate? Uh, Mike says, did you notice how well Carson did throwing his right again? Absolutely. He was throwing some tight spirals, man. He was. But here's exactly what I'm trying to say again. Okay, I said this on Tuesday. I'll continue to say it. Carson needs other people to make him look good. Right? He just does. And last night, Travis Fogle made him look good. Boston Scott made him look good. Right? I'm not saying those are the key guys. What I'm saying is they made plays. People have to make plays. His passes aren't always going to be spot on. His passes aren't going to be 100% accurate all the time. But please tell me, please tell me, how many quarterbacks in the NFL can you possibly say that is the truth about? Right, it always happens. You always have to go up and get ball. Sometimes you always have to do it. And you know, I understand that. I've in I, listen. I still think that Jalen Hurts needs more time in this offense, only because we need to stop being predictable. 
right? We need to stop being predictable. Uh, Mike says, yeah, that high tower was a dime again. The high tower though was fantastic. The, the, the way he utilized Richard Rogers in the in the cover two zone, I and mean, we watched it all night. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Did he hold on to the ball too much? Sure. Did he take bad sacks? Absolutely. Did he fumble the ball? Yes. Right? I get it. Did he throw bad interceptions? He threw one. Yes. I get it. We Listen, I understand. Has he thrown the more most interceptions in all football? Yes. I get it. I understand. But what I'm saying is there's only very few quarterbacks that are going to make that throw to Boston Scott. There's only a few quarterbacks that are going to make that throw to Miles Sanders. There's only a few quarterbacks that are going to make that throw on a consistent basis. And that guy, Carson Wentz is doing that. He will listen. He's not perfect. I get it. And every listen, this is the one thing we have to stop doing. Okay. As a fan base, we do. Uh, and, and I'll be 100% honest with it. And listen, I, again, Please do me a favor for everybody out there listening and everybody out there that wants to post on Twitter and everybody that wants to talk, please just stick to your argument. Either Carson's no good to you or Carson is the guy. Okay, don't go back and forth with each game. Don't hop back on. Listen, I've never said that Carson needs to get out of here, right? I've never said that. I've been I've been very critical of Carson. I, I'm not ashamed to say that, but you could go back and listen to my words. I never advocated for getting rid of Carson. What I have said is that, yes, if he's hurting the team and you have to win now, then maybe you have to make a move, okay? And I did say that if you do make that move, he doesn't come back from that. That's fine. Did I say I'm advocating for that move? That I, All I said was my opinion on what could happen and what has to happen if certain things come in but the problem is the problem is some people okay they go week to week man give me a break stop don't give me one week that Carson needs to be benched and the next week oh Carson's great stop it right there when you do that you have to insert your card your fan card your fandom card your analytic card your judgment card your reporter card and put it in a trash can because it serves no purpose to anybody that's just you buying in and trying to troll a fan base that is way too educated for for us to really buy in to your bullshit that's what it is so right now are you with them or are you without them and i'm telling you right now i am with them i've said this i've said this before i'll say it again okay scotty what's up man my name is scotty checking in with don't understand carson is exactly not everyone is patrick mahomes or russell wilson and that is the problem we want to consistently compare carson wentz to elite right we want to consistently compare carson wentz to the elite of tom brady it's not, he's not that guy. Okay, stop putting him up on a pedestal. And again, the people that want to say that he's up there, we talk about this, uh, well, we paid him to be our franchise. Everybody pays a franchise quarterback. You Listen, stop worrying about money in the sense of a quarterback position because it's set by a market. And I'll tell you what right now, if Carson Wentz was a free agent and was looking to get paid, people would give him five times more money than the Eagles gave him right now. I'm telling you that because there's some some dumpster fires out there when we look at NFL teams that just need need a quarterback, okay? We understand that, right? Do you think Denver wouldn't take a guy like Carson Wentz? Come on. So at the end of the day, Scotty, you're 100% right. 
We have to understand who Carson is, and that's what we have to do. Phillies, uh, I say, go off, Scotty. Uh, I, I, I never did either. I'm critical like he's a son. He's ours. This is a great comment. I never did either. I'm critical like he's a son. He's ours. There aren't many other options. I can't be disappointed in aspects of his game, but still like him. When, Mike, when you say I'm critical like he's a son, I so agree with you because that's the way I look at it. You know, I am so hard on my kids when they're on a soccer field, 100%, right? I'm on them. Why am I? Am I mad? Yes. Am I frustrated? Yes. Why am I frustrated? I'm frustrated because I know they have the ability to do things, right? They know that I know they have the ability to be better, and I know they can play better. So I'm frustrated because I'm not seeing it. I'm not frustrated because I think they can't play. I'm frustrated because they're not playing up to their ability, and that's exactly what goes on with Carson Wentz. Um, He gets paid like them, so I guess, yeah, listen, he gets paid like them, right? You're right. Because of the market of a quarterback, a franchise quarterback in the NFL is always going to get paid, right? He's always going to get paid, but he didn't get Patrick Mahomes money, right? He didn't get Patrick Mahomes money. He didn't get Russell Wilson money. He got Carson Wentz money, a little bit below. He uh, Listen, that's what he did, and he deserved that. Listen, he deserved that. For the people that say he doesn't deserve that are absolutely ridiculous and don't watch the game the right way. Just my opinion. The same thing I say about Ben, Al says, he's Ben, not what you want him to be. I mean, listen, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, if we're comparing him to Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger hasn't always been, you know, the perfect guy, right? Al knows that. If you watch the Pittsburgh Steelers and you watch Ben Roethlisberger over the years, how often have we sat there and watched Ben Roethlisberger throw a perfect game? And not to mention, we brought this up on the heat ratio on Tuesday, and we talked about the guys that Ben Roethlisberger had throughout the years in order to play with him, right, in order to throw the ball. I mean, this is exactly what we're talking about. Um, did, did anyone see Antonio Cromartie's comment where he said Dalton is a much better quarterback than Wentz? That guy needs to stop taking paternity tests and start taking drug tests. Eric, my man, what's up, buddy? I did not see that, but what is what? Come on, man. Antonio Cromarte, come on, stop. Stop with that. I mean, see, that's just a ridiculous comment. And that's the thing when, and I'm not going to get into it, but that's when you see, you know, whether it be NFL players, whether it be analysts, whether it be Twitter guys, whether it be radio hosts, whatever, when they want to get some follows and they want to get some clicks, they, they mention something stupid, right? And that's some asinine comment, okay, where Dalton is a much better than quarterback than Wentz. Now, I'll tell you what, I, I, I listen, I, you know, I, I, I'll tell you this, and, and I, I tweeted it out. I was completely wrong in fantasy because I'll tell you what, you know, you know, again, I, I do a thir- uh, Saturday spot every Saturday, 1030 a.m. OK, I do it on uh, this week of football. Uh, it's with Pat Callahan and Joe Torty. And I specifically said I agree with Pat. Pat said he was dropping, you know, Carson Wentz for Andy Dalton in fantasy. And I was like, go do it. I would do it, too, because I just don't know who Carson's going to be able to throw the ball to. Uh, I figured, you know, so I was wrong because it looks like Carson, no matter who's out there, it's going to make something happen. So that's why I absolve Carson Wentz from his sins. I labeled this episode that way because I do. I absolve him from his sins. Okay. And, and and I say that because no matter what, okay, this is the second week in a row. Second week in a row. Okay, he came out flat against Baltimore, and he led them back, and they almost won. 
And maybe if it wasn't for a bonehead head coach that doesn't know how to call plays, maybe at that time we would have been better. And honestly, maybe maybe that's on Carson for not being able to read that linebacker. I don't know. Is he perfect? No, he is not perfect. Okay? But I'll tell you what. You know, we could get into the argument right now if we could take all the NFL quarterbacks right now. Tell me how many you're taking above Carson. It's as simple as that. You know, where does Carson fall? Is he in the set? Is he in the top tier of the NFL? If there's two tiers, top tier, bottom tier, he's obviously in the top tier. He's obviously in the top 15, right? So, yes, at the end of the day, we have a guy who we could trust, you know, to, to not only not to be perfect, but but to keep us in games, right? He's going to keep going. He's going to keep us in games. Uh, Al says, yeah, Wednesday is a game of 30 points. Al, he had a huge game last night. Huge game. I, I, I didn't I didn't see Carson Wentz being a, a fantasy staple. I didn't. Not this year, not with everything going on. Okay, I, I didn't see it. But what he was able to do last night, okay, rolling out of the pocket, throwing, uh, listen, some of the darts he was throwing. Yeah, did he miss guys? I get it. I mean, there was a point. Here's, here's my problem, okay? Uh, there was a point in that game where he was four or five, and he started off four or four, and he missed one throw. I think it was the Fulgham. Fulgham was wide open, and he missed it. And everybody came out to where right, right, they're, they're done. I'm done with Carson. This is ridiculous. Carson stinks. Car- the, the, this, this fan base has to get off of that, man. The guy was four or five. Okay, if you expect Carson Wentz or any quarterback for that matter, week in and week out to be 15 to 16, okay, you're you're sadly mistaken. How would you like to be a Minnesota Viking fan right now and have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback? Let me know. How would you like to be the Washington football team right now and have Kyle Allen going out there? How would you like to be that? I mean, honestly, think about the scenarios around the league. We got to stop. We have to be thankful for what we have. He's not perfect. He's never – listen, he is not – you know, we have to – I think one of the biggest things is in 2017 when he had the 33 touchdown start, okay, and he was on the MVP chase, the MVP level, and everybody was saying this is the next heir apparent, this is the next Tom Brady, okay? Everybody was saying that, okay? And I think that's still in our heads, and I think we have to get that out of there. We have to get that out of there. We do, okay? Because go back and say what you want and look at what he's been able to do. Okay, you you have to be able to say to yourself that we have a franchise quarterback. We have a guy who will not quit. We have a guy that will always keep us in games. Will he make mistakes? Yes. But my thing is, this isn't, listen, this isn't Brett Favre throwing a ball up and just hoping. And again, uh, Andre, what's up, buddy? Back like I never like. Hey, you've been. It's it's been a while, Andre. I don't know what's going on, brother. What's going on? You got to you got to get in the mix here. Now I'm just kidding. Hope everything's good, buddy. I, I really do. Um, Mike says he's not ten or twelve rank in completion. He's thirty or thirty for not acceptable. That leads the league in interceptions. Not acceptable. I agree. Okay, I agree. But here's the thing, man. And, and I'm starting to, you know, I, I I'm starting to understand this a little bit. Okay, and I know everybody's not going to agree with this. And I try to look at everything as realistically as possible. And I try to give my, you know, honestly, I try to give my opinion, you know, based on evidence. And I don't make injuries an excuse. I never will. Okay. But what I will say is that when you watch Carson Wentz and you watch 
he's trying everything he can do plus more he's trying to do things he shouldn't be able to do okay he you know why because he knows his team is struggling he knows his team is struggling and i'm sorry this isn't they're not struggling because it's carson wentz i i i refuse i refuse to buy into that content i i refuse to buy into that narrative the philadelphia eagles are not bad because of carson wentz that needs to stop now okay this team has been unprepared okay this team has done things that make zero sense and it, it it's it's a 100 on the coaching staff for this team you would say what you want okay we should have won that baltimore game we should have won that baltimore game i'm telling you right now we we, we should have had a two-point conversion went on and won that game my opinion Okay, we got lost because of because of Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson almost lost us the game last night. Okay, he almost lost us the game last night. And how many times did Jim Schwartz lose us a game? So I am sick and tired of everybody putting this on Carson because this is not Carson's fault. Sorry. Um, Mike says we are bitching about how he's not top five. Then I get it. Listen, man, you know, at, at the end of the day, he, in my opinion, he was never top five. I think he was top 10. And now I say he dropped the top 15. Okay. And so he can get everything back. But, you know, I, I again, I, I'm going to retract what I've said before. Uh, and, 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 you know, say that, you know, a lot of it has to do with the way this team is structured right now. 100%. Uh, Andres is a frustration as we know he can do it. Yep. But the organization needs to make the moves to help him be successful. I kind of agree with that. Molly, Molly, the Duchess checks in long time, Molly. I don't know. Molly's been hiding too. I'm Molly and Andre. What the hell is going on over there? Uh, you know, I've been doing these streams. I ain't seen nobody, but that's okay. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, the NBA is quiet, so he has no a bomb for his jigsaw. Yeah, you're right. The NBA has been quiet. But uh next week we're gonna start talking all about basketball. Uh, because we've got 10 days, 10 days. Okay, there is gonna be no mo- mo- Monday morning when we talk about uh you know, the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Al second lane and MCL sprain. DJX high ankle sprain on IR. Uh, yeah, Al, I seen that right before I went live. I think um, I think we can say goodbye to DJX um, and Lane Johnson. Can we say enough of Lane Johnson? What a friggin' warrior this guy is. Seriously. Uh, you know, I, I, I have no idea, you know, where this guy gets the strength and, you know, and the ability to be able to just play in a dogfight. I'll tell you, man, sometimes you have players that just, they emulate toughness, right, just by by looking at them. And when you have a team that's led by guys like Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson and Carson Wentz, that's why they don't give up, man. That's why they don't give up, and these guys – that, that's one thing I got to tell him, man. That that I mean, yeah, Lane Johnson, dude, is the definition of a Philly athlete, one hundred percent. He, you know, he's got that Brent Selleck grit, right? He's Brent Sel Brent Selleck all the way. He's got that Brian Dawkins grit. I mean, it, it's unbelievable uh, what he's been able to do. Um, I saw three or four names last night where I was like, "Who is that guy?" Mike says, "I I agree, Mike. I mean, we don't even know who some of these guys are. He's throwing the ball. Jake almost lost us that game too." Jake Elliott, I'll tell you, man, 29-yard field goal, 
number one, not only did he make me lose my block pool bet because I had zero zero for the second half. Thanks a lot, Jake. You got one job to friggin' do, bro. One job to do. It's a twenty nine year old, a twenty nine yard field goal that you missed. Come on. I mean, it's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. And I know, I you know, last week or at the beginning of the week, I said, listen, I only want to talk about the kicker, okay, because that was the least of my worries. But I'll tell you what, as this offense starts to get rolling a little bit and we do start to get positive yardage and be, you know, be in position to get points, this is a problem. And, and for all you people to say cut Jake Elliott, you're not cutting Jake Elliott, okay? He, he counts for $8 million a year against the cap, bro. We're not cutting him, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he is with us, so he needs to get this shit figured out. He needs to get it figured out quick. Uh, Al, why the hell? Al, thank you. I'm glad you said that because that was going to be my next direction. Why the hell is Doug running Wentz like he's Lamar Jackson? Okay, this this is this is where I say the problem is coaching again. And and you hear what Doug Peterson says, and you know how much sense he makes? Zero. In one statement, he says, yeah. We got to keep our quarterback healthy and unscathed. We we got to Carson has to learn not to take hits. Well, hey Doug, wake up. Maybe if you're not running him like he's one of the best running quarterbacks in the NFL, maybe you wouldn't have to worry about that. This was what. Listen, the reason why Big Ben has so many issues throughout his career is because of the way he was hit. And the way he exposed his body. Listen, I understand that you like Carson Wentz running the ball because he's a big body. But I'm sorry. When you have guys on that team, even a la Jalen Hurts, okay, to be able to run the ball, please, please do not keep running it with Carson. And on, on top of that, let me also say this. On top of that, I will say it again. You do not have to keep Carson Wentz on the field every time Jalen Hurts comes in. Okay? You're just asking for an injury to happen. I don't want to see Carson blocking, man. I don't want to see it. It's ridiculous. Uh, Eric says, I've been very critical of Bortles, but he proved me wrong the last few weeks. Eric, Eric, he's compared Carson Wentz to Blake Bortles. I don't know, Eric, with... I, I don't think Blake Boyles was making that throw to Miles Sanders. I don't think he's making the throw to Boston Scott. I, I don't see it. And I'll tell you what, that game last night, that throw to Boston Scott, you know, and again, there's there's defining moments in everybody's career. There's defining moments in, in sports. Uh, and there's defining moments in, in Philadelphia sports history. And one of the defining moments for me, October 2001, New York Giants, Monday Night Football, Philadelphia Eagles down 9-3. to Donovan McNabb leads them down the field and throws a bullet in the back of the end zone to James Thrash. Yes, James friggin' Thrash, okay, for a touchdown. They win the game 10-9. to That is the kind of throw that we witnessed last night, okay? That is why I'm saying... I, I absolve Carson of his sins, man. I'm telling you, because as long as that ability is always there, I'm going to continue. 27 years old or not, doesn't matter. I'm going to continue pushing for this guy. I really am. Uh, dude, Lane Johnson, definition of Philly athlete. We said, I'm sorry. Is it Lane Johnson must have been in the Roman arenas as a gladiator in his former life? Or in WWE, man, like I posted earlier. I'd, I'd take him. Him against a big show could be a good fight. Lane can knock the Rocky statue over, get away with it. He'll forever be a bird. Hey, how about this, Mike? How about we take the statue down of Nick Foles and we put one up a Lane Johnson? 
I, I know it's going to piss some people off, but it pisses me off still that we got a statue of a backup quarterback, but I'll get into that another day. Uh, I'd rather have Lane Johnson up there, right, for real. Um, the Eagles have quietly brought up practice squad O-linemen and keeping them out of the media's eye. We have a major issue at that position. Major issue. Uh, you know, major. But I will say this. The Eagles have quietly developed Jordan Maialata into one hell of a player. Still learning on the job. And all you have to do, right, think about this. Jordan Maialata comes in, never, ever takes a snap in professional football okay all he has is size he's a seventh round pick you're developing him into a starting left tackle in the nfl okay and a la on the other side dave gettleman's gonna lose his job for drafting the young man thomas at number four okay when, when he should have drafted christian uh what was his name christian turts or yeah or, i mean listen at the end of the day okay that kid couldn't guard me and he was a number four pick. So there you go, the difference of two franchises, right? And that, again, that's because we have one of the best O-line coaches in all of football in Jeff Stoutland. So unbelievable job. Jordan Maialata looking like the real deal. But, Andre, yes, we do have a big, big problem when it comes to O-linemen. And, and, and listen, hats off to Jason Kelsey, man, for real. Jason Kelsey is, you know, one thing Lane Johnson, a warrior, but – Jay, listen, listen, Jason Kelsey is an assassin. If you watch him on the football field and you watch what he does, he is unbelievable, man. The, the amount of push that he gets for his size, the amount of coverage that he that that he commands at that position, unbelievable. Um, once Dougie P saw Danny Dines take off for 80 yards, he figured we could do that too. I love that. Absolutely, Molly. That one of the best things I see. You know, it was like, listen, what Danny Dimes did was he 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 opened himself up to being the topic of conversation to memes all over the internet for many, many years to come. He will continue to be the guy that you see stumbling down the football field. And I cannot wait. It's going to go on for days. It's going to go on for months. It's going to go on for years. Okay. But one th I, I, I don't know how that happens. It's so funny. Uh, but, yeah, exactly. Once Dougie P saw Danny Dines take off, he said, hey, my guy could do that too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, this, you know, the, the, the car Sebastian needs to stop. Uh, you know, I'm going to be that advocate. I'm going to be that guy, and I, I am. I, I have to say it 100%. I, you know, I, I, I really do. I continue with my statement that it's okay that Carson, okay, it's okay that Carson made me, you know, realize that he needs people around him in order to be better. Okay, it's okay to say that Carson does not make other people better. Okay, but they make him better. That's okay. Not every quarterback is elite. Okay, which just means that if we get some guys in here, uh, you know, here's the thing. I mean, one thing I will say, though, about Carson is last night he did show me one thing. Okay, he did show me that he understood how to read the cover, too. He understood how to break it up. And, you know, and in his passes, the way he was looking and what he was looking for, okay, they made sense, except for the couple that he threw up. But, hey, listen, if you're not taking shots, man, I, you know, here's the thing. All, you know, at the end of the day, we kill Doug Peterson, right? We kill Doug Peterson for taking chances sometimes, right? We kill him saying that's ridiculous. He should never do that. 
Okay. And then we kill him. But at the same time, we get mad when he doesn't take the chances. And then when he does take the chances, we go, oh, what happened? We have lackadaisical dog then. We have vanilla dog. We have the guy who doesn't take risks. But when Carson takes risks, everybody wants to kill him all the time. I'm okay with it. Listen, the, the one across your body, I think Aikman was a little too harsh on. Okay? I understand 100% that you don't throw that ball. I get it. But come on, Troy. Stop it. You, you know, like, like, Troy acts like he was the best quarterback in the NFL. Troy acts like he's never done something like that. Okay, uh, listen up, all you kids out there. You never uh, – all right, stop. Now, all of a sudden, you're a Pop Warner coach. Okay, you're getting paid to analyze the game. Stick to that, Troy. Okay, stick to that. It, it, like, it, really, really ridiculous. All right, 100%. Um, what's up, Don? Yeah, my cousin knows. I hope so. If I didn't know myself, I wouldn't be talking right now. Uh, I don't know. Andre now could probably back me up a little bit. They listen. Now, I'm just kidding. Speaking of that, how many times does a DN get burnt not maintaining discipline? Yeah, I, I listen. You know, and, and, and I know what Al's talking about, right? I know exactly what Al's talking about is maintain discipline and understanding how to roll your coverages, right? And, and, and understanding how to, to mark your scheme, okay? But one thing I will say about the defensive end, Okay, in Brandon Graham, and I've said it again, uh, I, you know, I continue to say it. My man is earning his money, and my man continues to prove me wrong every single week. Okay, because I blasted that Brandon Graham contract. I said it was way too much money for an aging, aging defensive end who I did not think had the capabilities to play up to that kind of contract. And not only is he playing up again, he's, he's turning out to be a steal. Okay, Brandon Graham has been electric this year. I have to give it to him. And again, you know, the 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 strip sack to end another game, man. I mean, he did it again. I mean, Brandon Graham, he did it again. And, and that's the amazing part to me that he continues to keep doing it, right? Continues to keep doing it. So so that's one thing that's a, a really big positive. And I, let me ask you this too. You know, Blake Martinez, the middle linebacker for the for the New York Giants, who I loved in, in Green Bay who I thought was, you know, just had a knack for the ball. It kind of reminds me of uh, Paul, uh, remember Paul Puzlowski or Puzlowski from the uh, Buffalo Bills? He always seemed to be around the ball all the time. And I think that's another guy that I, you know, I kind of compare, you know, this guy to. I mean, he's a miniature Zach Thomas. Okay, he really is. Blake Martinez is a force. He knows how to be around the ball. And I, that's a guy that they're the kind of guys that I would like to see the Eagles go after. Okay, you know, you, you put Blake Martinez in the middle of this defense. And listen, I don't want to hear about Nathan Gary's stat, his sack. Okay, everybody's so excited about Nathan Gary's sack. Okay, let's talk about why Nathan Gary's sack actually happened. Okay, so Nathan Gary needs to relax. Okay, you had a free reign to the quarterback. You, may, you Listen, you made your mark. That's great. But until you show me that you can cover somebody that, number one, is probably, you know, in, in, in shape like myself, which means that's how bad you really are. Okay, then you can't stop. Listen, all the all the celebrations, all, stop it. Nate, stop. Until you can cover a guy that, listen, no disrespect, man, but you got to stop that right now. So now we look into week eight, right? We look ahead, and we got 10 days to think about this. Well, nine days. And, you know, Carson gets to rest up which I like. I think we need that. Uh, we will see if Howie Rosen addresses anything in the trade deadline. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. I have no idea, but I'll tell you what, you know, I'd really start thinking about, you know, looking, 
you know, for offensive linemen, if that's possible, because I you, listen, we, 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 we need some help on the interior of that line right now. And, and you know, Carson's going to probably get himself killed. Uh, if not, and I, I'd love to add a nice linebacker on this team. It would be tremendous. Um, imagine getting a guy like miles Jack from San Diego. I mean, from San from uh, Jacksonville over here. I mean, Miles Jack, man, he would be electric on his defense. Uh, Again, shout out to, you say what you want. I know he got burnt one or two times, but, you know, Darius Slay is such a, uh, you know, a difference maker on this team. He really is. And, and and again, it just, it allows Jim Schwartz to do things with his coverages. And I, and I, listen, I did say that Jim Schwartz was going to blitz a lot more than usual. Okay. Before the game. and And he did do that. Um, shout out to Wayne Goldman for winning my prop bet. Okay, anytime at touchdown score plus two thousand, uh, I'll take or plus a thousand. I'll take that any day of the week. Uh, you know that was a really good one. Uh, you know, I, again, I had I actually had Golden Tate. Okay, for two touchdowns, and uh, he only scored one, but that's okay. Uh, but Al says the same throws that we say. Why did he throw that? And why didn't he throw that away? Are the same throws he makes highlights with sick throws that are absolutely ridiculous you have, to, hey, hey, you have to take the good with the bad al 100 and that is the point of jigsaw's judgment today uh you know again you have to take the good with the bad nobody is perfect right this again this isn't brett Favre just throwing balls up there right i mean this is this is completely different okay this is completely different you have to understand that you know, we can't say here, I'm going to end this with this, right? We can't say as a quarterback, and we all say this, we all say this narrative. We say it as fans. We say it as reporters. We say it as media. Every We say it as players. Okay. The most important guy on a team is the quarterback, right? When a team loses, the quarterback hurts. When a team wins, the quarterback smiles. I get it. The quarterback is responsible. We all agree with that. That's why it's the highest paid position on the field. That being said, okay, don't take offense to the quarterback when because of that narrative, he's trying everything he can do to make this team successful. If that means making throws that could be mistakes because he's taking a shot, then he's going all in. And I love every minute of it. I do. Don't stop. Listen, don't stop. What narrative do you want? Do you want a narrative that says Carson is gun shy, which he was in the beginning of the year? Or do you want a narrative that, uh, you know, Carson, sometimes he throws a ball that maybe he shouldn't throw every now and then. Okay, you, you can't have to go to bed. Do you want Jimmy Garoppolo? Honestly, do you want Jimmy Garoppolo? Let's be honest with ourselves here. Do you want Jimmy G? Who Jimmy G, who, who sits in the pocket and cannot move, and if he's touched, he throws a bad pass? Okay, if his if his players aren't wide open, he doesn't throw the ball. Do you want Jimmy G? I don't think you do. Okay, so we, we, we are talking about a completely different slate here. One hundred percent. Andres is the last three years. Our season turned around against the Giants. And let's not forget, this was a winning drive in a game situation. A- again, you're right. Andre, that's what I keep saying. This was a game situation, just like you know, a game winning situation. Okay, this is why we were labeling Carson as clutch, right? Well, I, I, I think we, we were labeling him as clutch because of these certain situations. That ball to Boston Scott, the ball to Miles Sanders, these are two balls that don't get thrown by many other quarterbacks, man. 
It just doesn't happen. Andre says, I think he's risking more this season because he has to. Yep, 100%. When he gets people back in, then he can relax a little. Right now, you do what you have to do, bro. 100%. You do. Listen, Al, me and you are 100 on the same page right now. 100 across the board. He's he's, he's risking more because he feels he has to. Right, he's risking more because he feels he has to. Uh, all right, one second and go. Oh, yo, what's up, man? Oh, here we go. Wait for this. No more. Yes, no. I'm done. Right, I'm done. No more Carson slander. Okay, we're done with that. Okay, let, let, let listen. Let's do this. Let's just get behind our guy, no matter what. Okay, I, I'm gonna rip Doug Peterson all day long. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna rip Howie Roseman all day long. That's what I'm going to do because inevitably both of these guys have issues that we have to deal with, but I'm done ripping Carson Wentz. I'm done. I'm living or dying with it, man. Listen, wait, wait, let, let me ask you guys something. And I know this is a little far-fetched, okay? But when we had Allen Iverson and Allen Iverson was one of the best scorers in the NBA, okay? But a lot of times AI took a lot of shots that we probably didn't agree with. Did, did we Did we roll with that? Did we roll with that? We roll with that, right? We roll with that, right? And why did we roll with that? We roll with that because we knew AI at the end of the day was going to do something great. We knew that we took the good with the bad with AI, right? We took the good with the bad. He was going to, he might have only shot 45%, right? I, 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 right? I, I mean, listen, honestly, I, he, I, I say 35%, right? Maybe he only shot 35%. But at the same time, we knew when we needed something, he was going to give us everything he could to get us there. And I think that's the kind of narrative we have to start thinking about with Carson Wentz. We really do. Mikey V, I, I saw it, it, this is Philadelphia, right? I, I get it. I know what you're trying to say. 100%. I get it. And this is, and I know we're, again, this is Philadelphia. But again, we are the most educated fan base in America. Make no mistake about it. Say what you want. That's who we are. That's who we will always be. We know about routes. We know about wins. We know about losses. We know about contracts. We know about trades. Okay, we don't need Ian Rappaport, okay, Mr. Manscaped himself, to be tweeting out things on Twitter saying, hey, we know that this is going to happen. I go on this stream right now, Jigsaw's Judgment, Heat Ratio Sports. We're Philadelphia right now. I got Al. I got him tweeting to me, talking about injury reports. I got Andre dropping A-bombs, talking about who's in the Ritz waiting for an interview, who's going to be the the guy on the Sixers bench, who's going to be the trade target. I don't need Ian Rappaport. I don't need Adam Schefter. Okay, you know why? Because we're in Philadelphia. Because we are Philadelphia. Because we are that educated. And we are that passionate. Passion makes you educated. Remember that. If you're, listen, it, it's simple as this. If, if, again, if you're passionate about something, you never stop studying it, right? It's, it's an easy scenario we say to students all over across the world we say listen when you're in college what do you want to do if, if you're in college you're going to school to get your degree in some kind of department whatever that department is you damn sure better be passionate about it and if you're passionate about it what do you do you continue to school yourself on it continue to want to get better that's what we do as eagles fans that's why passion equals education Right. That's why we'll text in 100 percent. Eagles fans are the smartest in the league. And I'm from and live in Kansas City. Listen to that right there. There you go. There, There's a KC man right there. There's an Andy Reid guy. There's a Patrick Mahomes guy telling you. And I'll tell you what. Arrowhead Stadium. Arrowhead was one of the most 
historic stadiums ever. Back in the Marty Schottenheimer days, when they would fill that stadium week in and week out, was there anywhere else you want to play than Kansas City? You talk about fans and passion. Here's a Kansas City guy from and known in Kansas City saying he understands what we do here in Philadelphia. That is our rep, okay? That is our rep. That's what we do. The haters can say what they want, but if it wasn't for Wentz, we'd be 0-7, let's be honest. That's 100%, man. That's 100%, Al. 100%. We would be 0-7. And I'll tell you what, a couple more plays, and we wouldn't be 0-7. And, and we wouldn't be 1-5. And five, and we or, you know, or we wouldn't have been 1-4-1. And now we wouldn't be two, four, and one, right? We we'd probably be closer to five hundred, but that's for another day. Uh, Andre says, "Let's see what we do with some rest." Look, why we didn't run some screens? John stacking lines. Doug missed on that all game. That's why Carson was stuffed in the run, except for the touchdown. Exact Andre, exactly. That's why I'm going to continue to kill Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's play calling sucked again last night. Was a freaking train wreck again. Well, you you take two two point conversions and you run the same goddamn play each time. Why? Explain to me why. Why is it third and one and you're running with your midget back instead of your power back? What are we doing here where you know they're stacking the front and you're dealing with an offensive line that's practice squad players, like Al said and Andre said earlier. I mean, come on, this is not rocket science. But again, we're educated, we're smart, we see that. That's why we ask the question. Um, however, I'm a huge Eagles fan. Don't get it twisted. Been a fan since 04. Hey, listen, man, absolutely. I agree. I, I love it. Okay. I love it. And, and listen, it's come full circle for you as well, right? I mean, you've seen Shady McCoy, not like I'm a big fan, okay, because of, you know, extracurricular activities. But at the same time, you, you, you've been able to, you know, embellish into his glory uh, as a Philadelphia Eagle and a Kansas City Chief. Uh, obviously, you have Big Red out there. You, you're willing to, you know, flip sides when he, he doesn't get a ring here, but he, he, he gets one in Kansas City. I mean, listen, now you're beasting out there in Kansas City. Now you got Lev Bell. I mean, wow, unbelievable. Honest as my son even said to me, Clement should have run two screens. That could Exactly. I, I Listen, can we start asking a question before we get out of here? What the hell happened to Corey Clement? Like did, 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 did like he 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 have like a uh, an OnlyFans page somewhere and got caught or like you know did, did somebody not like him or I I don't understand I mean he he was almost the MVP of our Super Bowl run right he played unbelievable in the Super Bowl game itself and then all of a sudden I know he gets injured but it seems like no matter what when he comes back he just can't get on the field. Like, he's not being utilized. I, I don't understand it because right now, I'm sorry, but Boston Scott would be my third down back, and Corey Clement would be my one and two. I don't even know, man. Uh, you know what? I don't know if he does look washed, though. Well, I, you know, honestly, even in rotation, because last night he had a couple plays where it looked like he had his legs within him. He looked he looked strong again. He took that, he, you know, he bounced it out to the outside, and, you know, he, he ran over a couple tacklers. I, I don't know, man. Right now, I mean, they're, they're using a rookie in Huntley but before they're even using Corey Clement. So very, very strange to me. I don't know what's going on with that scenario or that situation, uh, but we definitely need Miles Sanders back. I'll tell you, man, we get Miles Sanders back. You know, listen, Deshaun is done. I think we can all assume that. Alshon, you're not seeing Alshon take a snap. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with Zach Ertz, but his head's not in the game because of a contract situation. The biggest thing we need is Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, and I think we need one guy, man. We need one guy. But I'll tell you what, again, that Greg Ward, he just keeps getting it done week in and week out whenever 
they called his name, right? Uh, I want Huntley to get more touches. He actually, Huntley looked pretty good, man. I'll tell you what, he didn't look bad. I know it was the Giants, but, you know, he held on to the ball, and, he, you know, he didn't have any ball control issues. And, I mean, I didn't see him out there picking up a blitz because I don't think he was in for any of those scenarios, but he didn't look bad at all. Uh, Al says it's another thing. Enough is enough at the bye. Doug has to give up. Absolutely. I mean, we all heard about the Steve Scarangillo, and, you know, we hear all about these offensive masterminds that we have. And, and again, here's the thing, Al. This is I think you'll agree with me here. Doug, Give up the play calling. That's fine, but please, I'll tell you what. If they give up the play calling and they give it to Marty Morningweg, I'm out. I'm out. I, I'm out. Marty Morningweg is the biggest stiff in the NFL. Okay, I had no idea how this dude still has a job. Me and Mikey Googs on the Heat Ray Show continue to talk about it each week. How does this guy continue to have a job in the NFL? Okay, so please, if you're going to give up the play calling, you know, please don't give it to Marty Morty way. That's all I got to say, because that's going to be a nightmare. I'll tell you that. Uh, Will says, in Hightower, I trust. Listen, Hightower looks like a real deal, man. Uh, you know, he looks like he could actually develop into something here. I mean, that that could have been a really good pick. I mean, you know, I, I listen, one thing's for sure. Let's see how... It, I will I will give these guys this. Let me, hold on. Let me, let, let me say this, because I think this makes sense. One thing for sure, right now, without the number one receiver on this team, okay, and not meaning they don't have a number one receiver. If they have one, it probably would be Deshaun Jackson if he was healthy, right? But without a number one receiver on his team, these guys are still finding a way to find open spots and coverages. They're still finding a way to get open a little bit. Okay, so that that a lot needs to be said about that. I can give them that. Okay. The other thing is what we talked about earlier about cars are trying too much is you have to remember, maybe these guys at certain points on certain routes aren't getting the separation that they need to get, but cars is just trying his best to force it in there. We also don't know if, you know, it could be a little bit of adjustment on a route. Maybe that, maybe that kid's not, you know, not turning at the proper time. He's not curling at the right time. He's not taking the, uh, you know, he's not taking a look that's ahead of the defender instead of behind the defender. Maybe, you know, maybe those kind of things are happening. We don't know. So I, I'm willing to give that benefit of the doubt now. I am. I've, I've calmed down. You know, I, I, I've, I've readjusted focus here. And and because last night just showed me, no matter what, man, the good, I'm going to take the good with the bad. The, the, the cars of slander has to stop 100%. Uh, these guys are young. I think I, early on, I think the pressure got to them. Yeah, 100%, man. Uh, they, they, listen, I, I, I think so, too. And I, I, I think they're starting to develop. And I'll tell you, man, I'm actually, actually wrong because uh, at the same time, oh, look, look, A-Bomb, tune in to the Sixth Conversation on, on Tuesday called Real Talk. Andre, I'm I'm tuning in. I got my pass. Did you get your pass? Did you get your invitation? I know I got my invitation through email. I sent it in. I, you know, I I, I got the uh, got the, reser- the response back. So everybody, I think it went out to anybody who's on the Sixers email list. So, uh, you know, if you're on that Sixers email list, check it out. It's going to be uh, – it's going to be a really good conversation with Dr. J uh, for real, 100%. Uh, the real doc of Philadelphia, like Mr. Glenn Rivers said, right? A real doc of Philadelphia. Uh, but but again, you know, I'm, I'm just, yeah, 7 p.m. the 27th on Tuesday. So check it out. It's going to be perfect because heat ratio goes live at 9 p.m. So I'm going to listen to some Dr. J, and we're going to roll that right into the heat ratio live, episode 133. Uh, so listen, 47 minutes. Well, he used to call me a son. See, look, 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 again, this is why we got Andre. 
as our RA bomb insider. This is our NBA insider. So, um, again, so, it, 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 I, you know, everybody who's on the heat ratio right now, you know, at the, at the end of the day, you know, I appreciate the family. It, it is spectacular. Uh, but 41 minutes I, or 48 minutes, which is crazy. Um, you know, I was only going to go these. It's funny. These streams, I say I'm going to go 20 minutes, right? And they, they turn into being 40 and 45. And that's because of all the support I get from everybody here. So we had a great contest last night, uh, you know, on the heat ratio. Uh, I actually finished first in my bracket. Uh, we had over 128 people uh, join, which was awesome. Gave away a, a free jersey. Uh, that winner will be announced uh, by the end of the week. Uh, we are going to have more giveaways coming up as well. Uh, I got a sponsor lined up for our trivia question each week. So whoever gets a trivia question uh, will win some kind of a prize. Uh, that's courtesy of the Heat Ratio. Uh, again, Heat Ratio Sports, you see it at Heat Ratio Sports. Give us a follow. Uh, you know, if you're not following yet, please jump on board doing big, big things. And if anybody out there is looking, I am looking right now. New name alert. First place jigsaw. <laughs> I got my first place jigsaw, baby. Yo, I got to represent a little bit. But listen, anybody out there watching is into betting and prop bets. Uh, I'm looking for a prop bet guy on the heat ratio. Uh, I, I want a guy or, or a girl, whoever it is, uh, you know, uh, you know, week in and week out. I want to throw some prop bets up there. Uh, I, I know we got a girl, Molly. She's going she's to start to do some things for us. But I, I, I want somebody else to, to give me some prop bets. Every week for Sunday, uh, all I'm looking for is a contribution from somebody to give me about five minutes a week. That's it. So we can roll something out on, on Thursday or, or Friday. You could take, you know, you can make a video. You can make a sound clip, whatever it is. I'll edit it. I'll throw it out there. I'll throw the background up there. I'll post it. But I, I, I'm looking for a heat ratio sports prop guy. So if anybody knows that or a heat ratio sports prop girl, if anybody knows anybody's interested, please let me know. Remember, I can tell you this. Obviously, you know, we're on all social platforms. Okay. We're on Fox Sports, the gambler. We're on phillyinfluence.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play. I mean, listen, I'm everywhere, uh, you know, with this brand. So if if we're going to be everywhere and you want to join this family, you'll be everywhere as well. Uh, I, you know, I can offer you as much opportunity as possible. Uh, again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. As always, it is Friday. So get out and enjoy the weather. Have a wonderful weekend. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. And don't forget, lock that dial. Fantasy football, Sunday service, 930 a.m. Sunday morning at Fox PHL Gambler. Also, don't forget, 12 noon at Heat Ratio Sports, getting you up to kick off. This, listen, no birds on Sunday. This is a full red zone day. So for all my fantasy football lovers out there, this is what we, this is what dreams are made of. Put up your feet, get your red zone ready, and watch it all day long, right? And again, don't worry about not have to watch the birds and feeling guilty about watching some red zone because at the end of the day, the birds already played. We got to win. And now we look forward to our next game against Dallas. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Catch you next time.